HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. And now um, I'd like to welcome Patrick Martins. Um, Patrick was um, the first president of Slow Food USA um, and founder of Heritage Foods USA and is doing an extraordinary amount of work to preserve traditional food. Um, and, and I consider a mentor. Patrick will be doing the introduction um, to our founder, the Good Food Awards founder, Sarah Weiner. Patrick. Wow, this is a huge honor. Thank you so much, Winona. You're amazing. So I'm introing Sarah Weiner. I love that Sarah Weiner exists. There are three kinds of people in the world. I was going to say this two ways. One, I was going to say there are three kinds of people in the world. Those who can count and those who can't. But I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to get right into it. There are three kinds of people in the world. The lowest group is the culture of no. Now, the vast majority of people fall into the second category. Good people, but they don't really stand up for anything in particular. Then there's the third group, and uh, that's the group that Sarah is a member of and a leader of. The third group consists of really good people who are active and engaged and ambitious. They launch projects that change the world. Sarah also brings people together who are part of this group good neighbors, as Carlo Petrini called us all last year at this event. I love the Good Food Awards for a lot of reasons, but one, I love that it doesn't judge food on price, only on quality. Not advocating for these quality foods for all Americans presumes either that there is no difference between industrially produced foods produced in factories and food produced by hand using sustainable and organic ingredients, or it presumes that certain people don't deserve to know what quality is or to strive for it in their everyday lives. Quality food, no matter what the price, must be honored, celebrated, and achieved whenever possible. Finally, I love this event because it's national in scope, not just local, which is a lot more ambitious. American food is wonderful, but if this country is ever going to achieve the gastronomic heights of Europe and obtain global respect for our national cuisine, uh, then we must begin to see our country as a unified mosaic, of a unified gastronomic mosaic, and acknowledge brilliance where it exists. I first met Sarah in Pompeii, in 2002, where we were both disciples of Carlo Petrini, the founder of Slow Food, 
And even though her Italian wasn't anywhere as good as mine, uh, I knew, maybe that's not true, hers might be better, I knew she was going to become an important figure in the national food scene, but I had no idea how important and how she would do it so ambitiously and yet remain so graceful doing it. So it's a huge honor to introduce Sarah Wiener. Thank you, Patrick, and thank you, Sam, for tonight and for so much more that you and the whole Byright family have done for the Good Food Awards. I asked the winners up here to share a story about their life tonight. Mine starts with a Punjabi man. He walks the same path that I run each morning. He is tall and regal with broad shoulders and white hair. There is something fierce and still in the air around him. For over a year, every time we neared, I jumped into the road to let him pass. Never blinking, he continued on his way, his long strides filling the sidewalk. One day, something changed. Our eyes met. I noticed a subtle nod of his chin, a sly smile and he stepped aside to make room for me. Nowadays, when he sees me coming, his lined face breaks into an infectious grin. He holds a hand up high for me to grasp as I speed by. He doesn't speak much English, but one morning he pointed to himself. Punjab, he said. I pointed to myself. Missouri. (laughs) Once, when I had just returned from a long trip, He held his arms up to the sky as if thanking the heavens that I was all right. As I passed by, he grasped both my hands and he kissed them. We have the simplest of friendships. Two people who share no language, color, history, or nationality, giving each other high five at eight in the morning. I don't know my Punjabi friend's name, but we're so used to seeing each other that if anything were to happen to me on my run, I have no doubt that he'd be the first to notice and come looking for me. I'd do the same for him. A simple friendship, with a glance and a nod, one day he invited me to be part of his tribe, and I accepted. Tribalism is a powerful force. It dictates everything from who we trust to when we feel safe. It justifies wars, and it brings peace. For something so powerful... How strange that under the right circumstances, all it takes to join a new tribe is a subtle nod and a smile. We're gathered in this room tonight to celebrate 193 extraordinary people. The Good Food Award winners of 2017 hail from 141 different cities, 14 industries, and who knows how many religions, ethnicities, and political parties. We are different in dozens of ways but decidedly of the same tribe. Ours is a tribe that has mastered the pleasures and mysteries of the table. We can capture the essence of summer's sweet, juicy fruit to bring sunshine to the breakfast table in the dead of winter, transform roasted beans into an elixir to awaken our bodies and soothe our souls, brew pints of bubbly goodness that have the power to foster laughter and friendship amongst complete strangers. But superlative food and drink is just the beginning of what defines us as a tribe. 
Each of you face a slew of challenges every day, a hundred reasons to compromise. At each crossroad, you choose the greater good for our land, our communities, and our bodies. You persevere with unwavering determination in creating good, not just good food. Leaning over a stove or a butcher's knife in hand, it might not feel like you're addressing the most pressing issues of the day, but never underestimate the power of what you do. A just society is not built by one family in a big white house. Democracy lives in the streets. It blossoms out of what suffragette Dorothy Day called a revolution of the heart, a revolution within ourselves and our culture, where the common good is cherished as a proud, personal accomplishment. Your work, 8, 10, 12 hours a day, creates pockets of society where stewardship of the land, respect for each other, hard work, and shared joy are the norm. Your bloomy rind cheeses and citrusy honeys are spreading a cultural revolution that must flourish for any other type of change to take root in America. You are part of a tribe that lives by this ancient truism, a morsel of wisdom that, like most good things, comes from a mishmash of cultures. It's an excerpt from the Book of Mark, authored in Syria, inspired by Jewish teachings, and brought to my attention by the writing of civil rights leader Reverend William Barber II. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Our tribe is redefining what it means to live a truly abundant life, and success never tasted so good. We celebrate tonight with 900 of our tribe's men and women, but our tribe extends far beyond this theater. Our tribe is the thousands of people who invest and delight in what you make, who choose to buy less but buy better. Our tribe is the farmers who coax bounty from the earth, the chefs who teach us to appreciate your prosciuttos, pilsners, and pamos, the truck drivers whose invisible work gets your food where it needs to go, and the grocers who advocate for you 365 days of the year. We are part of the largest industry in the world. There is no other endeavor, not tech, not oil, not manufacturing, that involves more people on this planet than the creation of food. All around us, we see the fabric of society being tugged and strained, a canvas that once felt impossibly strong beginning to show wear. But we are craftsmen, and we know how to patch and mend. Your fine bourbons, your pickled herring, draw us to the table, one of the last spaces where people with different views still come together, listen, and share. As architects of hospitality, we have the power to ensure people of all creeds, colors, and orientations are invited to the table, to be intentionally welcoming and inclusive, to sit together with those who look and think differently, to stand together with our Latino, black, indigenous, Muslim, Jewish, and queer brothers and sisters, to use the magic in our hands and revolution in our hearts to patch and mend, 
to build a rich soil where liberty and justice can thrive. To create that magical moment of connection in an instant through one shared bite rather than a year's worth of sweaty encounters. Our tribe is vast and it grows each day. Never imagine you are alone in facing the challenges the coming years may bring. As slow food founder Carlo Petrini likes to say, they are giants, but we are multitudes. Now more than ever, we sit together. We stand together. And we will always keep a seat at the table for those who might not look like they are of the tribe, but with a nod and a smile, we realize are one of our own. Thank you.